Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yes, we're on with an open goal hero, it's Andy. <laughs> the national hero, Simon, isn't he? he what a mansa. He doesn't even know he's an open goal hero, so he doesn't watch this shit. Do you not watch it? I have, I have watched it. I have watched it. I've, uh, my, it's, you know, it's one of my mates back home, Neil Muir, he always like forwards the links, so I do get to watch it, and I've seen plenty of clips. Do you want to stick your curly top as our big man before that? <laughs> well, do you know if going to start with that? As a quaver's yeah, like yeah, quaver. yeah, we'll start with that. You know what? I was, I was going to mention it. So, yeah. Come on, explain yourselves. No, I just I worked obviously played under Stevie Craigan, who had a wonderful curly toe. Right, okay. And when I watched you, when I first seen you, and this is right. when I first seen you, big man, no, no, right. not at all. And when I, when, when I seen you, I was like, it's giving me flashbacks of Craigan. And I loved it. You know what I mean? I thought, right. it's a Quavers under eight boots. But big man, not at all now. A national hero. He ain't got Quavers under eight yeah. boots. Not at all. No, I don't want to look at you. I'm that no, scared. But do you know what it is? It's because you like the, the, you like the, the, the curl around the, the right. channel, don't okay. you? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so we're, we're writing an analysis. <laughs> but you can strike the ball, can't you? Uh, of course. No, uh, absolutely. You know, uh, I just, I remember it was my mate, Neil, who'd send it to me. He's like, you know, they keep referring to you as Quaver toes. So you need to... <laughs> You need to ask, Bad, what is it? this all about? <laughs> and yet, I'll say it kept getting mentioned. You know, I think, right, if there was ever a chance if I did get on here, you know, to, to kind of ask you what's what's going on. But I was paid. Oh, the journey up went, I was paid. Oh, he's paid. He thought you were going to fling him a bit. <laughs> no, I thought, is it the way I run? Or is it just the way I pass the ball? Because I mean, my running style's horrific. But like, if it's the way I pass the ball, then it's. No, it was just, listen, it? not at all. The Quavers are truly well gone <laughs> now, big man, not at all. You know, he takes credit for getting you in the squad as well, yeah? Aye. Well, I, I believe you I started I, like a campaign. A didn't campaign you? at first, um, and I think that Stevie Clark did take notice of that, Simon, mm. didn't he? Um, and then, as much as it's grew, that the, the nation almost has got on board with you, and then you've seen that you no, know, the nation, Simon, the world when Scotland qualified, all down to this man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That song will be the song, the boogie song, all because you and your mates. Unbelievable video. Um, How did that I video? Appreciate that. Can you can Not you tell us about the video? Aye, yeah. Um, it's stand to, isn't it? Well, it start, it's, I'll start from the very start because I feel like it needs to be explained. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, I was on my, uh, my eldest son's uh, head wetting um, in, in Aberdeen and it was my, my two cousins, Victor and Liam, and they'd, uh, they just started singing this song, this, this boogie song, you see? Obviously, I'd heard it before, but they just kind of kept singing it throughout the night and we ended up in a, a karaoke, karaoke bar uh, later in the night and we're singing it, this, that, and the next thing. Just kind of followed on from there. 
So got to got to my stag do, and uh, you know on on the Friday on on the plane and a, a, a blue uh, child's baby suit kind of thing, you know. So as you do stag do, you get dressed up, and then I was down in London, and uh, then I was on the Saturday. I was got had this. Uh, I got given this 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 woman's outfit. You see, thinking fair enough. I've got to be in this all day. Short skirt, this that, the next thing, and uh, we're in. Was, we were up early doors, probably about half past ten. We're sitting drinking. Uh, with small little uh, stubby bottles of wine. And we're playing fives. You must have played fives. Played five fives sides. before. Five, no, fives. You ever played fives? No, Drinking no. game of fives? No, I'm not Never played fives. No? What is it? It's like, obviously, there's the three of us here. So uh, it'd be like a multiple of like zero to 15. So we'd all put our hands in, right? She'd be like, one, two, three. And I would say if I called 15 and you were like, and you put your hand like that, five, and you went five, and then I would be out. Right. Right. So then you two would play something like out of 10 kind of thing. See, so we're playing that. And my like, you know, dad, uncles, everybody's there. So, you know, it's half past 11, 12 o'clock, blue turd. And then jump in the taxis and we're going to Shoreditch. You what see? A place, Shoreditch. So oh, I, it was, nice. it, yeah, very nice. And um, that was then my, my, my best man was like, listen, oh, we're, we're, we're going to make a video today. She says, what do you mean? She says, we're going to make a music video. Can you see what the hell's going on here? So, uh, so we went to, went grabbed a quick bite to eat, uh, got a carry. Went to like one of the shops, got like a couple of cases of beer. Went onto the, onto this place, you see, and uh, this huge studio, much and such like in here, and uh, and there was a, a full makeup bit in the back. So obviously, I I got fully dolled up. Um, and dad was dolled up. My uncles were dolled up, dolled up, and then. Yeah, she was like, right, we're going to sing this boogie song. We're going to do the whole thing. She says, do you know the words? I said, I'll be honest, I don't. I only really know as a chorus. So we did, did literally did full full music video. I mean, as the sort of hours went by, like it just got it just got more and more ridiculous because people's clothes were just coming off. So was that, it a, was, few, it was was that a few shoots you'd done? A few, well, a few I, takes? Honest truth, it probably took five hours. Honestly, the whole thing, it took ages. That's why it's so, it's oh. so big. Oh, and it the was, amount of work put in it. It was a joke. Um, but I mean, we're absolutely blutered. Um, and I mean, when I watch it back now, you know, and there's, I think it's, it's more the scene on the sofa. You know, I'm lying on the sofa and like my mate's on top of me and like there's all, sort, there's all sorts going on, you know. <laughs> and you, sorry, when, when did it get released? The, the actual video? When did you first put it um, on? Yeah? It, wasn't a, it wasn't long after. I think it was once I got married in the summer. Uh, it wasn't long after that. My mate had put it on Facebook, just kind of like for people to see, because it was played at it was played at my wedding. Right, right. And oh God, I might it did not it didn't go down well. Did not go down well. No. <laughs> it, right. it was well received by some, but not not others. But uh, uh, and then yeah, it's once it was on Facebook. Would you big stuff the, because there's a bigger show in town happening with the hydro? Would you and your mates come on in? Yeah, my, my mates actually, well, my mate Nick, my who's my best man, one of my best men. Um, he says he still got my outfit. I, I'm not sure if I believe him or not, but he says he says I, he still has it in the loft. How so. much do you need, we need to pay to get you on the hydro? What a what a video <laughs> that would be on oh, the hydro. <laughs> By the way, you look you look good in that. You did, did you? If I'm if I'm coming down, I'm bringing everybody with me. Uh, bring your mates, hundred percent on the hydro. We'll dance here. Bringing everybody. Did with you me. enjoy as much as the video? Did you actually enjoy doing the video? 
I know you, you know, don't take I did, your time I to get it. Honestly, what a laugh. Did you ever want to get back into that costume again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be generous. I've not touched any women's clothes. No, again. No, no, no. The, oh, wor the worst thing was. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. I can if I need a setting song. I can boogie, boogie, woogie all night long. Yes, I Right, mate, you're a national hero these days. Has life changed since all that happened? Yeah, uh, it's got more tiring, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> like, I've had 13 years of having international breaks off, and now I've been obviously busy with Scotland, so it's it's been a full on full on six months. Um, but I've I've loved absolutely loved every minute of it. What about in the streets and that? Do people come up to you a lot more? <sighs> um, what's to be fair, I'm not allowed out of my house because I've been COVID. Oh, COVID <laughs> we've got like we've got our own rules, obviously up, up at Aberdeen and whatnot. So you're kind of you're kind of strapped to your your own surroundings. So, but uh, no, it's like obviously I, I get well. Bakker, I got in touch. Yeah, with so they did. That's they, it. they got in touch with me literally. With the flirting. It was after the Serbia game. It was like the next day, and uh, no, she wasn't a flirting. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they got in touch. So we had a chat and whatnot, and she just said, "Oh, thanks for like." almost like boosting the song up obviously with yourselves you know and uh so it was kind of nice to hear from them a bit, bit surreal you know what i mean but uh no it was good so, and what age were you when you got you got called up uh 33 did you think that it might have been too late for you to get the call up absolutely did you if i'm honest with you i mean last time i was involved in, in a scotland camp would have been um with with 21 so we're, talk, we're talking a good a good 13 years ago you know and there was a, there was some talk of it over recent seasons, um, and the, the manager kept saying to me, you know, we've, we've spoken to the, the the Scotland manager, you know, trying to get you in the squad, trying to get you in the squad, and I suppose I always kind of hoped, you know, I've been lucky enough to play consistent football for the past seven or eight years, you know, under obviously Derek McInnes and, and Tony Doherty, and had some good times, and you know, I just you always kind of thought it was one of those ones that you thought maybe one day it might something might happen, you know, and uh, I know obviously COVID's been obviously horrific for everyone for multiple reasons but it, it managed to get me in the squad because of obviously COVID hit the squad and um, with uh, during the, that break um, our strength and conditioning coach had given us some some running to do Tuesday and Thursday so I'd gone down I ran down to a local park not far from me and I was doing my running blah 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 got back home and I was sitting on the edge of the bed wait to grab a shower phone goes Adam Stokes physio Right, and I'm like, I didn't answer the first time. Phone me again. I'm thinking, what's going on here? I says, have I broken some sort of rule? Like, he's, maybe yeah. have I done something? I'm so, is so, it Aberdeen Physio? So, yeah, Aberdeen yeah, Physio yeah. got in touch with me, right? So, I'm thinking, oh my god, what have I done? So, I'm wrapping my brain, thinking, where have I been? Have I done something I shouldn't have? Because he normally phones if that's the case. Um, and he was like, Andy, uh, I've been called into the Scotland squad because uh, one of the physios I think was in amongst the bubble, so they've been sent home. He says, I thought you were going to say to play left back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he was like, listen, I think it was a 99.9% .9 chance you're going to be in the squad. And I says, what? He says, no, I think you're going to be called up. Did your stomach go away? And I was just like, I, I think I was more I was more surprised probably it was coming from him. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, why is he telling why, me? Why is he telling me that I'm going to be called up? That? Well, for Scotland, Aye. you know, so I'm thinking, I, I was honestly, I was a bit, we're, a, <laughs> we're a bit of silence for about 10 seconds. And I was like, Stokes, are you generally been to? He says, listen, go and get a COVID test up at the airport. And like, you should hopefully hear from, I think it was Frank Riley uh, at the SFA um, soon. So obviously hung up, 
phone the missus straight away, you see, and I'm like, you know, borderline tears at this point, and I'm just like, Madden, you won't believe this. And she's driving away to get her haircut. She's like, what, what the hell's going on? She stops the car, what the hell's going on? Just been called up for the national team. She's like, what? She says, I've just been called up for Scotland. Stokes has just told me. So she's blooming tears and all sorts. Well, she inside tears own. Oh, just really emotional. So, um, so I was like, listen, I need to go. I need to go get a COVID test. Quick turnaround. And then um, uh, it wasn't, that was on the Thursday. I needed to meet up on the Friday. So, and obviously I went phone mum, obviously phone mum and dad and whatnot. No, mum and dad, absolutely over the moon. Phone my brothers and sisters, this, that, you know, they're just so happy. So, but it was, it was also quick and obviously got my COVID test. Then the well, gaffer phone. You still went for the shower, huh? What's that? Oh, I still, I, you never done any no, shower. You shouldn't have done after no, that. No, absolutely not. No, no, I didn't. I wasn't getting too excited with that. No, no, no. By the way, what an inspiration. <laughs> That's a great story. An inspiration so, uh, to so many players. Do you know there? what, though? You hear so many of these boys that call pull it to oh, squad. Like, that, when you see that, how much it means to people like yourself. That's what it's oh, all it was. Oh, it's one of those, like, I mean, for, for any player out there, it's, it's one of those ones you just, you can never let it die. You know, that hope of trying to get in the in the Scotland. See, you know, Andy, see what I really want to know. See, after you came back for Scotland, see me walked in that Aberdeen dressing room. Were you arrogant? No, no not, <laughs> not at all. all. No, I'm, I'm not. You're disappointed. No. <laughs> no, no, I'm, how did they, I'm how not did an they arrogant person at all. When you went in the change um, No, I think... Hero? They were, they were just really happy for me. Just I think, especially a lot, probably more the staff that's been with me since I've been, obviously, coming up through the youth and whatnot that are still there. Um, just obviously seeing how much hard work I've put in over the years and you know getting rewarded for it at national level. So um, no, they were all the boys were delighted and obviously yes the the the, uh, the boogie song this that and the next thing got kind of get brought it up. What in the changing room? Did they start oh, playing the boogie song? Just in it? The boogie song it doesn't get played a lot, but it, it who was the boys again. playing it? Who was the main culprit for that? <sighs> it could have been it could have been Joe Lewis, Johnny Hayes, a lot of these boys like they just. Uh, it, it just comes on randomly. You're, you're in the gym, and I, swear, I think it was potentially Dylan McGee put it on recently. You're in the gym, you know, the gym's full and whatnot, and then you just hear, you know, the song sort of slowly builds up, kind of thing. You think, oh Christ, here we go. But uh, you, have you ever had a dance to it? Have you ever had a dance when it came on? Be honest. Uh, I, not in the gym, no, no. It's it's only been saved for the video and and, and that night in Serbia. To be fair. No. What about Dylan McInnes? How did he react to your? No, your he call? was absolutely delighted. No, he, he was he was really happy. You know he. Um, he again just said, you know how he's, he's seen how hard I've worked since the time that they've been there and whatnot, and uh, that you know I've I thoroughly deserved to to get in the squad. And obviously, that you know a couple of seasons before I've been close to it, but you know not getting the call up. And I think there was maybe a chance of maybe going away to um, when Alec McLeish was manager that the the game in sort of Peru went over, and obviously in Mexico as yeah. well. Um, there was a chance to to go over there, but. Um, that didn't happen, so no, I'm just delighted See, when to you, be involved. When you went in and met the, the first time meeting the Scotland boys, was that a bit surreal? Absolutely. Uh, you, were you were nervous just coming here to interview the players. So I don't know what and to you've got to play with them? Some, some of them I've played with, obviously, like, like say Jacko, Kenny, uh, Big Scotty. Um, you know, boys obviously I've, I've played with at Aberdeen. Um, and guys who I've kind of played against. So you kind of have that, that connection instantly, you know. But I suppose when you've got... You sit and watch match of the day on a Saturday night, and you you got Andy Robertson, you know, you got Ollie McBurney, all these guys playing on match of the day, and you think, and also Scott McTominay, and you're like, wow, you know, I'm sitting having breakfast next to Scott McTominay or John McGinn. You still felt like that at 33 year old. Honestly, I I instantly phoned my brother's a massive uh, Man United fan, and uh, I said, I was having having dinner with Scott McTominay tonight, so we're just chatting away. And he's just like, the most surreal thing ever. Oh, just unbelievable. 
Would you ask him questions about Man United and stuff? Eh? No, I no, I didn't actually ask him any stuff. football stuff, kind of thing, you know. But um, no, it, it's it is surreal to be involved with, with with guys like this, you know. But you know, did you get that same feeling when we were involved in Scotland squad when we were younger? Do you get a bit nervous when you see that? Absolutely. By the way, this has been kept so quiet. You guys played with each other. Uh, You've never got yeah, yeah. a few squads. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. How was the team? I ah, good. Was it? Yeah, yeah. What was it uh, like about the play? Because he's very chirpy and sometimes I need to uh, put yeah, him down a wee bit. He was chirpy back in the day. again, I annoy people. Fucking never got it if I did it. No, they were good days, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we had a good no, team. Some, and yeah, I, don't, really good team. I don't like, and I don't want to put in the spot in no way at all should I be doing this, but what type of player would you say? <laughs> we're here to talk about him, no I know, but I just want to find it. Who would you see he was like in the modern day game? The modern day game. Well, when I when we used to play against each other, I would say when he was at Celtic, he reminded me a bit of Canty. Canty, yeah, yeah. Defensive oh, midfielder. Hate that comparison. Just a just a grafter. Just a grafter. I'll tell you one. You're, he's absolutely stunning, the big man. Oh, he's handsome, isn't he? I know. You're beautiful. Yeah. Mate. Got a lovely nose. Nah, the old uh, the old hairline's kind of defeating me at the moment, but uh, not. Might have to sort that out once the retirement comes along. He should be, shouldn't he? With the top <laughs> off, uh-huh. yeah, uh, see the kind of type of player you are. Obviously, you like to blur a few people. Was there boys that you'd played against that were in the Scotland squad that you'd maybe had a bit of previous? Well, played? here's one for you, right? Good. Well, yeah, yeah, question. Big Decky texts me the other day and he's like, you know, Gallagher. The, uh, Declan Gallagher, yeah. sorry. He says, Do you realise I was the guy who broke your leg? No. All way. those years ago. And I say, What? He says, Wasn't the US? I always thought it was the guy, Kyle Benedictus. Yeah, he was, ben, playing, yeah. I was playing centre half with him that day. I'm sure he was. He says, No, it was me. I broke your leg. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I was like, You're having a laugh. He says, No, it was you. You, you broke my leg. So uh, I was like, gee whiz. He was like, listen, I, obviously there was a few boys who said, listen, you may need to text Andy, like obviously once it happened. He's never blooming text me. Yeah. Yeah. Big man expected more of him. You know what I mean? Bad that, but, uh, but so that he's taking me. these, goodness he's me, taking when, this did, long when, tell you. when did I break my leg? She was 20, when I was a 24, 23, 24. So he's taking his time to kind of come Can't out of the box and tell me. But uh, so that was a bit of a shock, but. Um, what about the big man in the shower? Superb, isn't it? Oh, I've, yes. That is international. <laughs> that is international. It's <laughs> international level, big man. Isn't it? Well, I, I like, uh, I heard about it before I saw it, to be fair. <laughs> as, you do, as you do, I feel in football, you kind of hear about these things. Of course, yeah. yeah. Are you international level in, in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite, I would say I'm confident. Yeah, lower confidence, actually. Sorry, big man. I've got, sorry. Would you say. You're junior, I'm happy enough junior myself. I'm, I'm Oh, happy are you? Premier League, maybe. Sorry, we'll get away from this. <laughs> Can you remember the moment you found out you were starting against Slovakia? It was uh, it was the Sunday morning. Um, we do like a walkthrough. Right. Um, and because it was only a couple of days after the Thursday night game, and obviously it went to extra time, there was very little training. So it was just going to be a walkthrough of uh, positions in the pitch and then um, like some set plays and stuff like that. And he took everybody in after the warm-up and he says, and I, well, I, I'd known that uh, Liam Cooper had had an injury, so he'd been sent home. <laughs> Uh, and a few, I think Big Dickie had said to me, he says, listen, you know, there's a good chance that you you might play because the big Scotty wasn't there, his hamstring and whatnot. And, and yeah, the, the gaffer was like, listen, uh, it's, it's going to be Andy, Andy Constance's first cap tonight. And I'm standing there thinking, oh, wow. Like, I've been here like two days and I'm, I'm straight in. You know, and so like, sorry, who did he say that to Andy? Oh, sorry. Oh, the Steve Clark said, said it on the TV? No, um, like the we, we were like in the team. Aye, right. We were like sort of huddled around him kind of thing and he was just uh, explaining information and whatnot. He says, like, the team is Andy Constant, you're, you're going to be playing you left side. Did you that at all? No, not at all. Because, I mean, uh, obviously Ryan Portis, was, he was involved as well. Um, so I, I thought, you know, he, he's been involved a few times. I thought he, he would play, you know. Um, but I didn't expect to be, you know, 
put in straight away. So I'm standing there thinking, oh my goodness me, in about six hours' time, I'm going to be playing for Scotland, you know? So went went through set plays and all that, and I'm just, you just, I felt the whole, that whole day and night, I just never got the chance to like, slip sink in. It was, oh, it was so quick. The whole thing was so quick. When, when I got down there on the Friday, straight into training, uh, you know, training was intense. It was good. Like, I mean, you're, uh, who, sta- yeah. who stood it straight away in training, big man? Uh, I was, John Fleck was good. He was good in training. Really? Um, oh, there's a, a good few. Uh, Callum Patterson, he was good. Uh, I mean, they all, the thing is, when you come away in internationals, as you'll know yourself, the, the, st- like the standard just is that bit. Yeah. That, that, that big step up, you know, and we're doing 4v4s and I tell you, the, the intensity was a joke. You know, I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm absolutely blown up Marcia. Obviously, I can't let them see that, but I'm blown up <laughs> Marcia, you know, but uh, no, so obviously, Train, train Friday, Saturday, and then obviously get, getting told I'm playing. And uh, obviously, I had my lunch, went up the room, you know, straight on the phone to the missus and the family. And one, I said, oh, I'm playing, I'm starting tonight. Was you crying again? She's <laughs> some moment for the tears, <laughs> isn't she? <you? laughs> um, so, uh, and then yeah, obviously going to the game. And I think the fact that there was no fans going to be there, I that was like, it probably didn't like, register as much as it would, yeah, you know, because when you're obviously, you're, start, you're, you're walking out the tunnel, you know, and you've got an empty hand and you kind of look at it and it's like, it's, it, it's strange. Mm-hmm. And you're singing a national anthem, you know, and it's, it's amazing to do that, but you're expecting 50 odd thousand yeah. to be singing along with you, you know, and, and then once, once the game goes, it just, I feel you, you just, you forget, mm. you forget what's around you, what the surroundings are, you know, and, Obviously, the first thing you want to do is, well, the goodness me, in the first 10 minutes, I gave the ball away twice. And I'm oh. thinking, oh, to God, here we go. Jesus. Would you start hiding then, though? No, no to, to be fair, we, we, like, Slovakia kind of sat off us a little bit. So we had, like, Time plenty the of the ball, yeah. you know. But I tried to play a few uh, cute ones uh, in the centre park. I think if I tried to find John McGinn a couple of times and played it straight to them, thinking, oh, dear, what am I doing? But I settled down. It was fine. And uh, I think the, the biggest memory of it was just, like, Obviously, once once we'd scored, once Dykesy had scored, and then the, the sort of the final whistle, and almost just like the relief, just being like, I've just played for Scotland, I've, you know, we've won the game first and foremost because like we knew, uh, obviously, off the back of qualifying uh, to get into the playoff final, uh, the next two games were obviously huge, so we knew we had to win, um, and obviously clean sheet, and then uh, just the joy was. You'll incredible. get the cr- you'll certainly get the crowds in the Euros what you deserve. Yeah, you know I mean that feeling that you maybe like you missed it on. That's Hopefully. it. You will get that in the Euros. I, I'm, I'm sure of that. But see, just after the game, you went in the changing room. Does Steve Clark say it into you personally, or was it to? It was more when I ca- it was came off the pitch. Um, no, he, he shook my hand. He says, "Daniel, I'm just I'm delighted for you. You know, oh, yeah. just delighted. Um, and obviously delighted we've got the result. Uh, you know, first and foremost. But uh, like I said. Well, Excuse me. Uh, well done, and uh, and that was it. So no, what a feeling that was. No, it, it was it was it was incredible. And then obviously the the music in the dressing room afterwards. There was no the boogie didn't come on. Well, doesn't no no no. What was the music afterwards? Oh, uh, uh, I think John McGinn had he, he was in charge of the music. Just more sort of dance tunes. Yeah, dance tunes. Uh-huh. And there, was, there was a few classics. Who's, a ca- who, who's the characters in the squad? Uh, Andy Robertson's pretty loud. De- Big Deck, he's a bit of a joker as well. John McGinn, he's he's he's. he's Them, uh, I know you know. Guy. 
No, no, I wouldn't say no. There's nobody that annoys me. No, no. no but you no. were the oldest debutant, debutant since. Yeah, I didn't Simpson. know that. I didn't know that. Before the so, game, you know it, yeah? No, I didn't. I didn't know that at all. So when did you find um, out? It wasn't until I'd come home after playing the two games that I'd found out that I was uh, uh, the oldest to play since 1967. Yeah, right? 1967, that's right. So, um, no, obviously, that's, that's great. Um, but, no, the. The main thing was that I'd managed to play both games and uh, you know obviously win both in, in clean sheets, which obviously for a defender is is, is high priority. High priority, you know. But um, oh, it was a whirlwind of five days. It was amazing, though. Amazing. When you get home, what did you? Were you just completely shattered for it all? Did well, you have what, few beers not celebrate. Uh, no, did the rest because we'd, uh, we played. We had. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, uh, we played Dundee United in a like a couple of days' time on the Saturday. Um, so, it, but it was the next morning. We got we got, got given our caps after the um, after the Czech Republic game, you know. And my two boys came running through and uh, you know, put the caps on them and whatnot. Took some photos of them and stuff like that. And like my eldest, he's he's six. Harry's six and loves his football, so he he kind of knows what's kind of going on, yeah. you know. And see his eyes kind of light up, you know. It's it's priceless moments like that. You, it, it's it's amazing. So um, no, it was it was obviously. As I say, a whirlwind five days, but to get back to family and almost just let it settle in, yeah. you know, it was. It was Is that your? Would you say uh, you've had a, I mean, a long, long career? Would you say that's the best days of it? I would say so, yeah. Because I, I feel, I feel that like there's been there's been plenty big moments in my career, that, you know, that stand out. But I feel that you know, I've waited so long for this moment, and was that always your aim in your career, Andy? I guess Scotland cap. Oh, of course, absolutely. Yeah. I think. Like your your biggest aim, I I would say so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you want to play the the highest you know highest point in your career. You know, you want to play with the best players you can. You know, and uh, you know, obviously been at Aberdeen a long, long time. Played with some brilliant players, but I just I always just wanted, what if, what if I could do play you, for the national team? I, I, I don't want you to throw you under the bus, but do you think do you think you should have been called up more in your career? And I don't. Want to put you in a situation you don't want to answer, but do you think maybe there was? You should have repeated the question again. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. See, earlier in my career, I don't think I was good enough at right. all. I'll be honest with you. I, I like I wasn't consistent enough. Um, the older I've got, like, and the more consistent football I've played under, obviously, Derek McInnes and whatnot, and I'd say probably maybe more the last couple of years when I have been kind of getting touted for yeah. it, I've kind of thought, um, you know. Obviously disappointing, and when you see other guys in, in in the squad getting in, you know, obviously big Scotty, you know, goodness me, he deserved to be in. Big Mikey deserved to be in. You know, hey, two, sorry, well. Scotty, Mikey, uh, Scotty, uh, Scotty McKenna, and uh, Mikey Devlin. Devlin, you know? okay. And um, you Better know, age, aren't you? Pardon. Age, <laughs> so, but, but, you know, it's like you you see people around you. Obviously, two two or three fantastic players, you know, and you just obviously it's 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 natural to feel jealous. You're like goodness me, I want to be a part of that. I want to do that. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, obviously, just delighted that I've managed to do it. What's the difference in international football uh, club? Because obviously, you've played at a good level, Europe, uh, with Aberdeen and things like that. But in terms of Scotland, is thing, it a uh, lot more concentration needed? Uh, I mean, the concentration was a massive thing. You know, once you when you're in the games, I feel that it's, you know it, it is just that step up, that quality of player. You know, you're playing against Slovakia and the guy Hamsik strolling mm. about in the midfield. You know, and you think, goodness me, I've watched you play World Cups, yeah. European Championships, and whatnot. Thinking, gee whiz, and then you go into Czech Republic and. Uh, the wee boy Vidra up front, 
you know, plays in the Premiership, you know, and you think, goodness me, like rubbing shoulders with these guys, and you have to, your game has to be, you know, 100%. It can't be anything less. Yeah. You know? Imagine you having to deal with that level of concentration. You kind of concentrate on that. Kind of concentrate on that. My heat's going around the a million miles. Well. Is that your joking? <laughs> mate, I'm not joking, serious. I thought it was going to pop. I think it is. It's so tight, mate. <laughs> It's a cracking suit, to be fair. Think so? Do you think you that in there? Ah, it's good, that, yeah, to be fair. Is that, is, that that Harris tweet, is that a Harris tweet or anything like that? No? That's Did a... you think it was Alex McLeish at first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's every week he does, me. <laughs> Simon, can you do the next bit, please? <laughs> uh, the international break was a part it really started because the next the next games are the, the important ones. Yeah. Did you, after your performance, did you expect to get called up again? I think the biggest thing for me was just give yourself that chance that do well enough that you could have the chance of being called up again. Yeah. Um, and I felt that, I felt I'd given myself that chance, you know, two wins, two clean sheets. Um, Did Steve Clark give you any indication after the two games before you no, leave? No, think, no, 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 not really, no, no. And I suppose it probably helped that, you know, it was, goodness me, it was maybe three and a half weeks and then we were joining up again. Um, and, but obviously, you know, the next three games were, were, were going to be huge. Um, but obviously I was over the moon to be, to, to have been called up again. Um, was but, it sleepless nights wondering if you would get called up here? I think I mean see for, for this one because there's such a big gap between us in November and here you know it was the gaffer always kind of I always felt like the gaffer um, sorry at Aberdeen um, he always he knew, he knew everybody he always knew everything right and like he, I would find I found out like for the second time it was like two or three days before he'd, right. he'd know he's like Andy you're going to be called up the squad right and obviously, uh, you know, manager wasn't there. So a couple of days before, I spoke to Paul Sheeran. and said, you know, Paul, have you heard anything? You know, just wondering, you know. Yeah. He's like, no, nothing. So went to Stephen Gunn. Stephen, you know, have you heard anything? No, no. So went home. Sitting speaking to the wife, thinking, you know, it's, I, I just don't know. I just don't think I'm going to, you know, going to be called up this time. You mm -hmm. know, he says, I'll, I'll just, because you've had a t taste of it, you want more, you know. And I was like, oh, I will. I'll be absolutely devastated if I'm not in. But at the same time, I've always said to myself, if that was it, see if the first two games, see if that was it, I would have been died a happy man. Seriously, been over the moon. I've played for my country. Two wins, two clean sheets, delighted. Um, but as I say, because I've had the taste of it, I want more. So I was like, I'm devastated if I don't get it. And then it it was uh, the Monday morning of training. Um, got in, Frank Riley, Andy, you're in the squad. Brilliant. Just really. Unbelievable! Straight on the phone, Mrs. Greeting again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, but uh, no, just it, it was brilliant, and obviously, you know, experience is something else. You World Cup qualifier, so um, uh, no, just over the moon to be involved. He in always that. makes his Mrs. cry, but it's then someone else that usually cries after. Absolutely, that. Simon. And you kind of going to that big man. I was, well. I was going. I'm not sure it's for. <laughs> certainly not for the moment, but no. certainly I've come and I'll tell you because it might be something you want to get in a bit. Well, but Andy, <laughs> see, see, not at all. Listen, I don't want to get into all that. Andy, see, with the boogie song, mm -hmm. you know, we had been, I mean, we'd been singing it every single. Singing it beautifully as well. You singing it beautifully. Yeah. I know your mate said he sent you the, the, the links to the show. Did you were you aware we were singing that non-stop yeah. on behalf of you? Yeah. Um maybe not on behalf of me, but like <laughs> I kinda I, I kinda knew there was a, a connection somewhere. And did, did sorry, did you not get dressed up? I d I bought a wig and lipstick. Were you angry at that? No, no, not at all, no. I thought it was poor and I told you that at the time. No, so, listen, I've been, listen, I've seen some things. You still wanted to get off with us after it, though. <laughs> I mean, didn't I? <laughs> so what about, when, when did the Scotland boys first jump on it? it well, Ollie McBurney, he was the first one. 
He's it's always it. been on open goal as well. Uh, he, th- he threw it into the WhatsApp, uh, the video. So but when you first got added to the WhatsApp group, people got It was within a couple of days. It was, I think <laughs> it was probably, probably after, my, after my first game, once the dust had kind of settled, you know, the ice had been broken. And then it was like, boys, there you go. Um, and I feel it's like, even when I'm, a, I'm at Aberdeen, if a new player comes in, you know, someone will be like, oh, have you seen Andy's video yet? <laughs> you know, so uh, it's, it's going to it's gonna oh, take the thing to the grave. Like, it's going to be horrendous. What did you write back to McBurney when he stuck that in the group? Oh, I just, I just, honestly, I just had laughing faces. I mean, I just thought, there's, it's a hole I'm just, I've dug myself into. So yeah. it's like, there's not but much you know, I can do about it. Do you, you know? think that helps? So like, settle in somewhere? Of ice. course, of yeah. course. It breaks the ice massively. So it was, uh, and obviously, once obviously the boys had seen it, you know, you boys were, you know, yes, uh, I can boogie about the you know, training well, things they, like that. So it was just. You could see McBurney then a video yeah. like that as well, couldn't you? McBurney's got that and he's. <laughs> he's got the, uh, He's got the potential. For yeah, hundred percent. I always thought he would have been in that video. McBurney's uh, got that type, isn't he? He would do something like that. Uh, and then the, the country's biggest game in years. Aye. Um, what was sorry? What was the, the feeling about the players building up to that game? Was it really tense? Eh, uh, I mean, training leading up to it, I would say was. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with Optimal treatment, no maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'd say the boys were quite relaxed, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. Um, I felt, I mean, personally, me looking at the squad that we had, I thought we definitely more than enough to go and and beat Serbia. Um, And when it came to the game, I think sort of, you know, sort of reality sets in. And I I suppose you probably a few, a good few nervous boys around, I can imagine. I think... The stadium we were in was, you know, it was huge. Um, kind of, it reminded me of Hamden because it was like, 
was quite a bit back from the the, the pitch, and you felt if if this place was full, you know what an atmosphere. Um, but you know, once the game was going, I thought, tell you what, like the way Serbia started, I thought, God's me, tell you, we're gonna we're gonna be all right here. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I don't think we created anything just that clear cut first half, but then yeah. once Ryan Christie scored, oh, were man. you surprised the way Serbia approached the game? I thought they would dominate the ball. Said absolutely, I thought they were going to take the game yeah. to us. Yeah, absolutely, strange, especially with the boy Mitrovic up front, which I thought the, I mean, especially big Decky, I thought he was outstanding against yeah. them. Um, but the back team, you're were brilliant. Decky, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, once uh, once Ryan Christie scored, I mean, we just, I mean, we were up in the gods. Um, uh, all, the, all the subs and some of the staff, you know, looking down and. We, play, we just we just erupted. It was unbelievable. We thought, goodness me, unbelievable. We're gonna we're gonna make oh, the yes. Euros. This is unbelievable, you know. And uh, as the game went on, yeah, they sort of piled on the pressure. Last ten minutes. You, you ever thinking, told to warm up during that ninety minutes? No, 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 no. I just I just a gen, general warm up. Yeah. I but no, I was never uh, I was never close to getting on. Right. Um, but uh, you just felt you know just just hold on you know because there wasn't really a lot in the game. Um, and then obviously that that corner came and and they scored and you just thought. I mean, they couldn't. I don't. It couldn't have been what two minutes left, a minute yeah, left, a minute something left. like that. So you just kind of thought, oh, here we go, extra time, you know. But then you thought, goodness me, went to extra time against Israel, you know. We did it. If it goes to penalties, more than confident enough. Yeah. The, the thought I was going about was when they scored, it was almost. I mean, a lot of the comments were saying, "Same old Scotland." Mm. That was the feeling that people got. But for you to do what you've done is just absolutely exceptional, wasn't it? Was your Mrs. Greeting? <laughs> I've started something here, and she's going to kill me. She's going to yeah, absolutely gonna kill, kill me. Yeah. No, but was she greeting when she seen all McBurnley coming on? <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's, no, that's, that's terrible. Listen, he's your pal. He's your pal. No, listen, I'm glad that he's excellent. What a player. No, um, Simon, on you go, sir. So when that, but see when that last goal, the, the goal was in the last minute. What was the feeling on the bench? I think devastation. I just think you felt like you. It, I, I couldn't see them scoring. Yeah, you could, I mean, they, they had maybe a, a couple of flashes, and I, maybe uh, uh, Mar- uh, David Marshall had a few saves. But you felt pretty comfortable through, throughout the game, and obviously the one set piece. But that happens. Happens in football. You think right going into. I suppose it's like picking yourself up for extra time after obviously a late goal. It's not easy. Um, but the the boys the boys did well. Again, not much in the, in in uh, in extra time, but obviously went to penalties and. Um, was it Robbo that spoke before extra time? Or was that before penalty? Did Andy Robertson speak to the boys? Was it, or was it uh, Steve Clark? I think it was, it was more the gaffer that was spoke. Um, what did, can you remember what he said? I think he just said, listen, uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, probably more, much more than such, just along the lines, listen, just uh, however you normally take a penalty, just you know, just go with that side. Don't don't change your mind as you're sort of walking up to take, take the kick, you know. Um, but if you look at the, the, the five boys who took the penalties, you know, Guys who score goals for fun. Yeah. You know, so you think we're we're, we're not going to lose this. Had they practiced penalties in training? They yeah. five guys. Yeah. Was it yeah. always we, they we five guys? The, uh, well, we'd we'd all done it. We'd all done it. We'd all take penalties. Um. So obviously we're all we're all down the touchline. <clears throat> you know, all huddled together, kind of thing. You know, watching it happen. You just felt David got close to a few. Yeah. You know, and you just thought, I think he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna save one. And goodness me, it just—it was a proper fairy tale. He just thought the last penalty. There you go. And he Mitrovic, it was unbelievable it? him as well. And he was He'd missed a few in the Premier League oh, that he? year as well. Huh? I, I don't think he would have missed. Film. No. So I mean, obviously, it's it's more like 
once he saves it and then he's up and then we're kind of waiting what was he thinking asking that I couldn't well, believe anybody well, asking he was like obviously just in, shot, just in case he'd come maybe come off the line or whatnot, it was going to get retaken and then I mean we were on our way as soon as who, he saved it we were on our way who were you standing next to him uh, I think it was um, was it Stephen O'Donnell I think was next to me and uh, Big Scotty was the other side and I would just we just went right <laughs> so we're sprinting right and you just obviously staff players straight over and you just see this this figure just kind of stop immediately and like kind of drop off. So you turn around, John Carver, he's pulled his pulled his calf. Honestly, <laughs> it was the manager. It, no, it, I, it was <laughs> if there was a guy in the crowd, Stiper, boom, straight in the calf, and he he was in crutches for the for the rest of the trip. Honestly, the guy, you couldn't move. It was it was a shame. Like it was it was bad. But uh, oh, the the scenes were you know it was so. I mean, was, you'd see the emotion in the boys' faces. Yeah. I mean, so much. So much emotion, so much heart over the years, and I felt we've, we've always, we've always wanted to reach a, you know, a, such a big tournament like this, you know, and uh, to to go about it the way we did, you know, it, it's regardless, we're in we're in the Euros, you know. The last so. one was obviously France '98. Do you remember watching it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember um, that. Did you watch it? I was too young, Simon. Oh, were you? Very, very young. How old are you? Twenty-eight. Forty years. Twenty-eight. <laughs> A little bit shocked there. <laughs> well, so, who would you just watch it with your dad and that in, in Aberdeen? Yeah, just at home, yeah, just in, in Bankery. Because um, Leighton was a keeper, wasn't he? He was, yeah, big gym, yeah, yeah, big, big gym. What a, what a legend, honestly. So lucky to. He was obviously goalkeeper, coach at Aberdeen for a long time when I was a young boy coming through, you know, and uh, what a guy. Oh, Would he talk about France 98 to you? Uh, not really, no, oh. but um, no, like, I mean, the amount of caps and experiences he's had as a man, he's, it's incredible, you know. Who else were your other Scotland heroes growing up? Stuart McKimmy? No, I mean, I, I, never, I never saw Stuart McKimmy play for Scotland, if I'm honest with you. Um, I mean, I, I've always... I've always right, right back for Aberdeen, Stuart McKimmy, 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 Stuart Scotland, you must, no, you must have 50-odd caps for Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Aye. Is it? Easy. 60, Bad, uh, so centre-backs, who would have been the big... Oh, Colin Hendry must have been there. Aye, I mean... I, yes, well... Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, like, the only, just because of the Aberdeen connection, it, like, it would have just been Big Jim, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. You know, and uh, like I've always said, you know, one of my uh, idols coming through as an Aberdeen player was, was Big Russell Anderson, you know, and mm. watching him play for Scotland, you know, was was... Amazing as well. So that's your favourite, isn't it? And Big yeah. Russell, a good guy. Big Russell, what a brilliant what a guy, guy. Yeah, really nice guy. But um, so was he your hero, Russell Anderson? I we did. Did you play yeah. centre half? I did. Well? Yeah, I, I was lucky enough to have the uh, yeah. I did play with him for a couple of years before he went to Sunderland. Um, and you know he, he taught me a lot um, as, as a young as a young player. Um, so no, very lucky to to have played alongside him. And obviously great. To, he obviously came back later in his career as well. And, yeah. You know he he, he won he the just, cup with Aberdeen as well yeah, when he yeah, came back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it, it was. <coughs> he deserved deserved that trophy, you know, for the um, obviously such a great long career and uh, obviously the service that he's uh, given to Aberdeen as well. You know, he, he deserved that. See, so after say about when he's in the changing room, who put who played? I can boogie. Was it Tierney? Aye, it was Tierney. Yeah, um, and uh, so we're, we're obviously we're walking up the tunnel <coughs> and uh, getting into the dressing room, and everybody's you know the beers are out. Bouncing about champagnes all over the shop. Oh, was it champagne? Uh, oh, so it was, uh, it was, it was, it was messy, and uh, I was kind of, I'd sat down. There's, there's pizza. I want. I was sitting eating a, uh, a bit of pizza, and 
and uh, I could, you could just, as you say, you could just hear the, the music sort of building up, you know, and <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, right, like, well, obviously, we've just, we've qualified for the Euros, you know, I've only really been involved for, goodness me, one and a half camps. Who cares, though? Like, Getting amongst that. Okay, am I... Should I once the chorus comes on? I might. Should I get up Make this all and me. bounce around like the rest of them? I'm thinking, goodness me, my 33 year old man. Should I be doing this? <laughs> so and then once obviously it's playing, you know, we're kind of like things are sort of calmed down and it's playing up to the chorus and stuff. And then like they just turned the volume straight up as the boogie, and I was like, you know, fuck it, dropped everything straight in, bouncing Brilliant around. Big man. Oh, honestly, what a, what a laugh! It was so good. Was everyone so, involved? So like, was the manager singing it? Uh, he, he might have been. He wasn't yeah. bouncing about in, in in the huddle, to be fair. But uh, <laughs> oh, what a what a what a night that was! Incredible. Unbelievable. When, when he's aware, like how full scale it was back home, that, that how how mad that video went. I think probably probably afterwards, uh, probably probably the day after, if I'm honest with you. Yeah. And then obviously the, the, the Davy Marshall one as well. You know, I mean that 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 took off as well. So. Was that um, in the hotel? You that was in the hotel. Was that, what, was that amazing in the hotel? That was oh so good. Um, with I mean, I think I was in my bed with maybe back of five, but I mean it continued to maybe seven in the morning kind of thing. You know, it was. But I mean, obviously, staff were all there. It was all contained within one room. It, oh, yeah. What a what a what a laugh! It was Locked so good. I mean, the, I think uh, Kieran Tierney he he was on night uh, producing the music and whatnot. So it was, there was plenty old school sort of techno tunes and whatnot, and it was. Uh, did Boogie get played Bo- again? Boogie got played. I reckon at least half a dozen times it got played. And everyone right. up again. Ah, yeah, no, it was brilliant. Up and up the tables, up the chairs, um, and then Davy Marshall's got played, and then we were in the conga. It was oh, it was outstanding. And then when you came home, you were you were the national hero. How did the family, the family actually nervous when you walked in? But do you know the one? The one uh, my, my uncle, one of my uncles, he's absolutely devastated this video ever got out. You see, like the actual. Right. Uh, okay. Is the, he in the, it? The, uh, he's in it. One of my uncles, and he's obviously <laughs> quite, quite a you know proud guy. You know, just uh, he's, <laughs> he's had a, a really good career and whatnot, and in, in property and things like that. You know, and he's he's absolutely devastated. He's caught in <laughs> shirt so in his fucking in his boxers. You know, in this video. <laughs> you know, and I mean, both my uncles. I mean, honestly. My other uncle, he was topless with his boxers on. My dad is in his boxers. And you think, oh my god, like what's going on here? This is just what about ridiculous. your other pals? Did they did they get oh, quite absolutely? A lot of- yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, it's it's a it's always it, it's talked about quite a lot in, in you know in our WhatsApp and whatnot. And it's uh, no, it's it, it's memories. You know, your fantastic memories. So what a laugh. Is it two Craig Brown's raging that he wasn't in the video? He's one of the remake, isn't he, Craig Brown? Aye. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Uh, how much are you relishing the prospect potentially going to the Euros of Scotland? Fucking... You're there, aren't you? You're on the plane, you're big, there, man. big man. You've seen your ticket, you're there. <laughs> Steve Clark, we heard him saying it. Yeah. We heard him saying um, I can only hope. As I say, like the main aim is once once you get into camp is that if you're called upon to play that you, you do well enough that you can um, be called up to Hopefully the hopefully the Euro squad. I mean, obviously that's you know it's going to be the str- I mean, the goodness me, we've got a really strong squad. You can see that. Um, but it's going to be it's going to be tough to get in there. If I'm honest with you, it is will be tough. Standard training, ridiculous. very good. It is very good. You know, and uh, you need to be you know you be, need to be 100 percent in training um, and obviously in games as well. And it's obviously a huge occasion for. I've always thought. We we in our last training. Is it proper training these day, or is it all yeah, sorts yeah. of shape type stuff? Quite a lot of shape, here. Is it actual no, sessions? No, pro- you proper do, sessions. Aye? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he a good yeah. coach, Steve Clark? Yeah, yeah. Uh, him, uh, Stephen Reed, um, 
him and John Carver take majority of training. Right. Um, no, it's intense. It's good. Is it? No, good training. Yeah. What are we possessions we get yeah, small games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's Again, good. anyone else? Is there anyone else that stands out on a regular basis? I know you said John Flick um, at the start. But I love Stuart Armstrong. Eh? He's he, he's good. Love he's good. Armstrong. He just makes it look so easy. Yeah. Um, gorgeous as well, isn't he? <laughs> he's a, he's a good-looking guy, to be yeah. fair to him. You know, Ryan Christie, I mean, he's obviously played with him at Aberdeen. Um, he's, he's come on leaps and bounds yeah. from when he was at Aberdeen. But what a player he is. Um, you know, I, I'll be honest, like, uh, they're all they're all great. Was they there really any, are. I mean, Kenny McLean's outstanding as well. Was there any player, Andy, that you were actually a wee bit surprised with how good they were? See certain players you get like that? Yeah, yeah. Go, oh, my God, he's unbelievable, that yeah. guy. I think people would be surprised. He just said Kenny McLean. I think people would be surprised how good a player Kenny McLean is. Just because he's Norwich Championship, you wouldn't think, but I haven't played against him, even when he was at St. I thought he was oh, a, a right good player. Oh, he was un, definitely underrated at Aberdeen, you know, for the job he did. Um then he's he's gone on to have a he's gone on to have a brilliant career, you know. Um and probably gonna end up playing the premiership next season as well, you know. That's another wee wage rise for him as well, isn't it? I don't know, right? The Euros, I can't wait. England in the group. I think I mean I will take them. Yeah. Can only hope we've got fans. Yeah, only hope we have fans for that. What's it like singing the national anthem? Do you belt it out? What do you enjoy Aye. singing more national anthem? Or <laughs> <laughs> Did you want that to be the national anthem? <laughs> Pardon? I can I'm well, sure I've you did that in the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Up that camera. <laughs> um, uh, to be fair, um, one of the one of the uh, I can't remember who it was who came up to me. and says, "Listen, if you if you had scored, like if you if you or if you ever score, I'm then we'll play the boogie song." I says, you're, t- you're taking the piss. So you're desperate not to score. You're surely taking the piss. <laughs> Honestly, what, probably the highlight of my career, if I go and score for Scotland, you're playing my blooming stag do video. So, you know what I mean? Amazing. The chance uh, you got. Not only Scotland hero, mate, but obviously Aberdeen legend. 17 years, been in the first team. Wow. Um, no, you know, it's when, yeah, it's 17 years is a long time. A long, uh, long time. Um, so what was your debut? What age were you on the debut? I, would, I just turned 17. Were you a big Aberdeen fan, Andy? Yeah, or yeah. Just oh, uh, through my, my dad played for Aberdeen um, under Fergie for for two did years. He? Did he? Uh, won the league with Aberdeen as well. No, probably should have done our research um, on that. Slinia. What did he say about Fergie? Sorry, him. Has he told you any Fergie stories? Uh, not really. Just, um, just he was obviously a, a brilliant manager, but he was you know tough but fair. Sorry, a terrible question for me there. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. No, it was absolutely, you know, what a legend of a guy. Do you know, what, what he did for Aberdeen Football Club will obviously will always go down in history. I mean, So would you go and watch your dad playing for Aberdeen under Fergie? No, 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 I'm not that old. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I've seen, I've seen, vid- to fair goodness, we're trying to get videos of watching my dad play, but uh, it's, it's tough to find. But, um, no, I mean, my, my dad's got a league winners medal, you know, which is it's just incredible, amazing. Eh? You know, oh, so, you got a league winners medal. Aye, they won the league in uh, seventy nine eighty. Yes, I think it was seventy nine eighty. Wow. Uh, I better get that right. Shit. Um, seventy nine. I'm sure it was. So I know he, he played pretty much majority of the season. They won the league that year. And you and what about Bayern Munich tie? Did you play that game? Played both. Did you? Um, home tie was was amazing. You know, was it? But under the lights is is an is an amazing sight. It really is. Um, full house. Uh, Josh Walker scored, didn't he? Josh Walker and Sonia Luco. That's right, yeah. Uh, I mean, goodness me, even going one up, then two one up, you think, gee whiz, what's going on who here? We're being Bayern Munich. Who was in the Bayern Munich team? Uh, Demichelis, he was playing centre-half. Play you had uh, Schweinsteiger, you had Van Bommel, you had Klosa, you had Luca Toni, uh, Philip Lamb, he came on at half time. Oh, what a team that is. Well, the thing is, though, they, they came, I think, thinking, you know, we're going to... You know, swipe Aberdeen aside first leg, and obviously once we go back to Allianz, we'll we'll be fine. 
obviously two like they, they got a penalty in the last maybe 15 20 minutes uh, I don't think it was still to this day I don't think it was a penalty but anyway uh, drawing 2-2 with Bayern Munich you know, I was even surprised they were in the Europa League yeah. you know what I mean but um, that was incredible and then obviously the, the away tie was was unbelievable what a stadium have you ever no, been, never seen been. Allianz no it's oh, the Allianz, Allianz Arena um, outstanding and I think well, obviously we got we got beat 5-1 uh, we kind of got our arses felt that night but it, what what it, to, they uh, probably shouldn't say this, but like one of, the, one of the highlights of the night was they had a, a huge, huge bath. Honestly, about half the size of this room. Boys were just doing cannonballs and stuff into it after the game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, running. You're not expected to be Bayern Munich. You know, I mean, yeah. we, we, I mean, obviously Jimmy Calder was he was he was raging, raging after the game. You know, losing five one. But understandably, he the, but he started the bombing. You, you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, you've got like so like Lee Miller and whatnot. These kind of guys, you know, just always a laugh and a joke, and they didn't. Didn't take long for everybody to start doing bombs into this booming pool. Amazing. Was that uh, your favourite game? Uh, my favourite game. You've been so close to winning so many. I mean, fa- 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 I mean, with the, the the Scottish Cup was always, always going to haunt me. It was it yeah. was my favourite game up to the point I blew and let Rogic score that last minute bloody winner. I've always. I hate that. Does that hate you? That. Yeah, aye. Aye, he beat me down the line, put it uh, Joe's near near post. To be fair, have you, you're showing Roderick on his right foot, aren't you? You didn't want him coming on his no, no, I, I know, but I still should have done better. It's one thing I'll always like hate. But uh, anyway, is that the one game where you thought we were going to beat Celtic? Absolutely. You see, obviously, we always speak about it. It's like Johnny's cross for Kenny. Yeah. See, or Kenny's cross for Johnny. No, it was uh, Johnny's cross for Kenny, and it was just behind him, and yeah. he thought it was an open goal as well. And you just thought, if that had gone in, I think we would have probably been able to hold on, you know. But um, I mean, they were they were some force set like at that point. But I felt I felt that was one chance of of, of glory, you know. But uh, my favourite game, Aberdeen, just for the sheer emotion and enjoyment. And you may think this is we played Motherwell in the League Cup quarter final, leading up to the winning the cup. I'd broken my leg thanks to Decky. Season before, right? And I was out for nine months. And uh, the physio at the time, John Sharp, did a lot of uh, pre- uh, rehab with him. And he had me down Balmeddy Beach, running up and down sand dunes, most disgusting thing I've ever yeah. done. I don't know if you've ever done it before, but horrific. And you know all the hard work of getting back, and I couldn't get myself back in the team at all. I wasn't sure actually if the gaffer was even having me. So I thought that this is maybe my time up as well. And uh, I was on the bench. For uh, for the Motherwell game, and Joe Shaughnessy got sent off after 15 minutes. He'd hit some guy knee high, <laughs> and uh, you're thinking, "Oh God, here we go!" And uh, he shuffled the pack, put me on. So I was right. Uh, I was yeah. right wing. <laughs> <laughs> I was right. I think it was I was right side. I was right side centre half or something. And uh, it was last 10 minutes of the game, and uh, we backs the wall majority of the game, if I'm honest with you. And it was a corner, and I've gone up, boom header celebrating with the fans and it was almost just like that whole nine months the pain and like the 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 rehab and the effort to put get yourself back in it was like it's all worth it all yeah. worth it and i've just felt it was always, i've always felt it's that like a little piece of the puzzle just for us getting there you know winning the cup you know so i've always said i've, I've said in many interviews i've like always felt that's like been my one game just for like for what it meant to me you had favourite managers at Aberdeen? Uh, Steve Patterson was a character, wasn't he? I didn't really um, 
I mean, I was I don't I was with Neil Cooper with the with the young lads at, at this he point. He was a you know, hero, Neil Cooper. Wasn't I was a, a brilliant Neil Cooper, an absolute legend. Um, but I didn't see much of of um, of Steve Patterson. Uh, it was more sort of Jimmy Calderwood. I was kind of more involved with. Um, I mean, I had some great times under under Jimmy. I think obviously, obviously to, to thank Steve Patterson for giving my debut. Goodness me, um, against Dundee. But you know, with Jimmy Calderwood, he put trust in me, and he, he played me as a young lad quite a lot. You know, for the six years he was there, obviously I had the great times with um, with Europe. I mean, to, to I mean, obviously back then it was it was just one playoff game beat Dnipro. I mean, what what an occasion that was. Um, and then obviously getting into the last thirty-two. I mean, that was against all odds of him, honestly. We got through with four points. You know, we'd beaten uh, beaten Copenhagen, drew with Lokomotiv Moscow, and we lost to Atletico Madrid. So we'd got through, I think we were, we were third in the group, we'd got through somehow with four points, but um, to obviously go and play Bayern Munich in the last 32, that was amazing. So th those experiences were great, but you know, to be honest with you, my, my favourite manager, I mean, I, I've had a, I have a lot of respect for all every single one because they've all taught me something different. Um, and now that I'm going to coach inside, I can take like good and bad points from every one of oh, them. You know, coach inside, doing, in the middle of doing my license at the minute. Oh, yeah. so, um, but uh, you know, if I'm honest, you know, my favourite would be you know, ex-manager at the moment. You know, oh, yeah. uh, Derek, Derek, and, and Tony because they've I've probably played ninety-five percent, maybe potentially more of the games under them. You know, and we've had some amazing European games, some obviously win the League Cup. But, uh, you know, as I say, he put a lot of trust in me. Um, wasn't over overly thankful of him playing my left back for the majority of it. <laughs> I had my, put up against... Do you know oh, enjoy Brutal, <laughs> honestly. Enjoy oh, honestly, it was horrendous. <laughs> the first, honestly, the first couple of seasons, I mean, obviously I'm used to playing... Shinny used to play there as well, didn't Well, he? the thing is, so see, obviously, once they bought, bought Shinny, I kind of thought, this is my time up anyway, you know. But um, it was the first game. We were in uh, um, Macedonia playing a European game and uh, played Shinny in the centre midfield. I'm saying, here we go again. <laughs> so it's absolutely roasting hot, you know, I'm up and down the line, left back, thinking, Jesus, here we go. Another season of this, but... To be fair, at the same time, I won two Player of the Year awards within, like Aberdeen, for playing left back. You know, so uh, must have done a reasonable job. But still, at the same time, it was uh, it was it was a tough shift. It's uh, just from converting to playing centre half to left back. It's a completely different ballgame. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever say to the manager that you're not happy playing there, or just happy uh, that you're playing? I think there was I think there was one time the whole eight years he was there. I said, and he was like, "Well, just well, don't play then." And I'm kind of thinking, "Nah, that's a bit silly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not not going to play." You know, the, the scariest <laughs> so, uh, guy you must have played under. I, he was also Scotland as well, Archie Knox. Aye, Archie was he when, when he was when when he was at Aberdeen. Obviously, uh, with, with Craig Brown, you know, and uh, they steadied the ship for us. To be fair, because we we hadn't uh, didn't have a. A, a great season beforehand so they came in and sort of steady the ship I think we finished ninth both seasons anyway but um, uh, no Archie still had plenty of fire in the belly did you oh. ever get it off him? Uh, a few times a few times but the one that kind of st sticks in my mind was we, we played hearts away I think we got beat and uh, it was Ricky Foster and, and Archie going at each other and obviously it doesn't take a lot for Fozzie to kind of go because yeah. Fozzie has uh, a kind of short fuse as it is I'm sure he won't mind me saying that but um you know, you know the, the the old Hearts dressing room. It's it's pretty tight coming up the tunnel. You take a left through the showers, and, and you know tiny. it's pretty tight. Yeah, you yeah. know, and you can hear Archie just going at Fozzie and whatnot. And uh, thank goodness there was also there was a, a treatment table in the middle. 
you know, and they're still going at each other. And so Fozzie sits down and Archie sits down. Secondly, Archie's back up, you know, Fozzie, this, that, and the next thing. And Richard, the Fozzie's like, I've had enough. So he, he's trying to go for him, right? So somebody's, I can't remember who got up, grabbed Fozzie, and Archie just comes literally straight, almost pretty much straight over the treatment table. You know, I'm thinking, I, goodness me, you're like, you're a fair age. Like, <laughs> Archie, you know, what's going on here? You know, but as I say, plenty of fire in the belly kind of thing, yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, massive respect for the pair of them, you yeah. know, uh, Craig and, and Archie. But the one, the one thing, I don't, I don't know if this has been said potentially on the show before, but the one thing that used to kind of crack me up was Archie would come in, it was more, more often than not in a, in a home game, right? So Craig would be speaking and he would go and get a shower, you know, and uh, so he's, you know, the gaffer's giving us a uh, talking to us and so he's gone for a shower, you know, towel on, threw us, you know, and we're thinking, what's going on here? Goes for a shower, comes back, right? So he's, he's in the corner, you would always, like, when you come in Aberdeen dressing room, was, uh, there used to be uh, wooden seats and he's, he was always in that corner, you know, and uh, he would start getting changed, you see, so, you know, the gaffer's still speaking and, by this point, Archie starts chirping up, you know, and he's, he's, he's you know, saying this, that, and next thing to whoever. So he's got, he's getting the shirt on, doing the tie. He's got his shoe, doing the shoes, socks on, right? And he's still, by this point, he's still got no pants on, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, by this time, he's on the edge of the bench, you know, starting going at somebody, you know? <laughs> so if, honestly, if he's coming at you, you're just look, you're trying to look at him, you're thinking... Like I don't know where to look. You see, <laughs> you know, and you think, honestly, like, I couldn't, a lot of times you just couldn't believe what you were seeing, <laughs> you know, but, uh, like, oh, what, what, you know, the pair of them, incredible people, you know, and again, just the things I learned, learned from them and, no, it was, was, it was she, good times. Was she international level? <laughs> <laughs> I love Steve, why the managers do that? I know it's meant. I've got you in there getting changed, it's so no, it, was, it, was, it was the first time I've ever seen it, if I'm right. honest with you, it was the first time I'd ever seen it, I think, so, like, majority of the boys were just like, he's giving me a bollock in, <laughs> and, his, you know. Literally giving us a bollock in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's just, you just couldn't believe what you're seeing, but. Uh, and who's the uh, biggest characters you've played in your career? Uh, there's been a few. Um, uh, first one, probably when I was coming through with Ryan Essen, a goalie. Oh, um, Essen's brilliant. I've done my B licence with Essen. What a guy. What a, what a laugh. Yeah. Really nice guy. He took me under his wing, to be fair, when I, I was younger. Um, a mad goalie. Mm. I find that kind of, uh, you, you'll maybe find that in football, goalies are just a bit a bit different. Yeah. Um, Joe, big Joe's like that as well. Joe's, he's a funny guy. I mean, there's times, honestly... <laughs> You might kill me for saying this, but he would uh, he'd stand and speak to you in the dressing room. Like he'd stand, he'd come up and speak to you. He's got his sloggies on and that. He's speaking to you, just having a normal conversation, right? And you, and you see like piss start coming down his leg, you know. <laughs> and you think, Joe, what are you doing? Why? <laughs> he's standing peeing himself as he's speaking to you, and he just walks off to the shower. And you're looking at, there's a puddle of piss out like right next to you, where you're getting changed, and you're just like, for goodness' sake! <laughs> but but it's, it's things like that, like. <laughs> you, you, you see in football and dressing rooms also you would never get away with in general life once you yeah. leave that door you know but that story that somebody told us about the pies is unbelievable uh, remember it was at Burn where's Burn is that right uh, the, um, the, the chocolate, chocolate sorry oh the chocolate uh, was it Shinny no, oh. was it Shinny had said it Shinny and, said that uh, um, I think Kenny had uh, got these box of chocolates from his agent or whatnot, something like that and uh he had a woman that was walking his dog, I think, when he, obviously, him and the missus couldn't walk to the dog out there. And uh, 
he wanted to. No, oh, sorry, I beg your pardon. It was Wes Burns. Sorry, that's yeah. a Wes Burns. Yes, uh, yeah. his dog was getting walked by this woman, and he was like, you know, what, what, what will I get this woman for? It was for oh, for Christmas or whatnot, just as a thank you, because uh, he was <laughs> he like he was leaving in in the January window. So uh, Kenny was like, oh, here's here's this box of chocolates I got from the agent. I don't want them. Go and give them to her. Brilliant, delighted. So I would go to training, come back. <laughs> The chocolates were replaced by a couple of balls of shite, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So, obviously, Wes had no clue, right? So, I don't know who, I, I still don't, to this day, I don't know who it was that did it. But, obviously, I mean, the accuracy, to be fair as well, is, is pretty incredible. Um, so, the chocolates were out, poo in there. So, back in the box... <laughs> Back into Wes's place, and he took it and gave it to the woman. Oh, but then you told somebody to tell him on the bus, and you had to phone the woman. I, I, so. I mean, honestly, I mean, the smell of that box. Players wise, for uh, the Josh Josh McGuinness, he was another one. To be fair, McGinnis, he was, he was li- lively. Another guy that I've seen do things that you think, oh my god. Do you know what's one of those? It's like you look at them and you think, what's going through your head at this point yeah. when you're doing stuff? You know, what what makes you think that's okay? <laughs> You know, like, <laughs> I'd love to have seen that woman's face. Oh, amazing! Eh? You know, I think she he said that she's seen the funniest side. That I can only actually, hope. What about I, guys like Johnny? He's not good laugh, Johnny. I'm sure he. I'm sure it was him that she, <laughs> Daniel Rogers had gone on loan to Falkirk, and uh, he had a new pair of gloves sent to the club, and uh, Johnny opened them, <laughs> shit in one of his gloves, put it back in, and, and <laughs> so, got, it, got it shipped down to Falkirk. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what, what chance have you got? Oh, Johnny my shaking. God. Um, but, uh, no, Johnny's Johnny's known for uh, being a, a some boy. What but, about best players? Best players that you played up there? Um, There's been some crackers, isn't there? I mean, I, I would always start with uh, you know, Russell Anderson, your Kevin McNaughton's, you know, gone on to have really good careers. Kevin McNaughton, what a guy. Um, up with Kev. Uh, Stephen Stevie Lovell when he was with us as well. I mean, Striker, what player yeah. he was, um, you know, even Dan Mackey in his heyday. Like he doesn't get a lot of credit, but I tell you what, he was he was he was rapid. He scored a fair amount of goals, and all, all, he always be remembered for that goal in Dnipro, obviously to get us into the Euros, uh, the Europa League. Um, Do you play with Duncan Sheena? No. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. No, no. Um, Shinny was good at Aberdeen, wasn't he? I liked Shinny at Aberdeen. Uh, he was, Shinza, Shinza was outstanding. Uh, he was like, he epitomised like that sort of midfield role. He was, he covered every blade of yeah. grass. He snapped into challenges, um, scored a fair amount of goals as well, to be fair, but like, you know, lovely guy. Um, was really sad to see him go. I was devastated that he, he got signed because I thought that was going to be the end of me, but <laughs> like, lovely guy. But um, you know, we were sad to see him go because he was, you know, he was a he was a real workhorse, a real force for us in the midfield. Yeah. And who's the best? This is one I be personal. Who's the hardest player you've come up against? It would be uh, Miroslav Kosa, in wow. when we played uh, Bayern Munich. But he played the home game. Uh, Podolski played the second one. You know, and he was. I've never seen anyone shift over five yards so quick. He was unbelievable. He was so strong as well. But just like the simple thing, you know, his touch, his, uh, his one-touch layoffs, kind of things like that. He was just... What about in Scotland? Um, in Scotland? I've come up against Aidan McGeady a few times. 
and that wasn't a lot of fun. Hard work, mate. That wasn't a lot of Friday. fun at all. Uh, he was he was a joke. Um, do you know there's been there's there's probably too many to to say. If mm-hmm. I'm honest with you, I mean, I mean, I'm trying to think even more players at Aberdeen that, I mean, Kenny was was outstanding. You know, Sonia Luco on his day yeah, it was unbelievable. Player, Luko, I mean, when he, he went to Rangers, he was a joke. Yeah, Fulham um, as well, wasn't it? Was it? Yes. Fulham? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Adam Rooney, goal scorer. I mean, Rune, Rune's was Worst a joke. Worst touching oh. football, but a goal scorer. <laughs> Do you know what? One of, one of the best uh, in my career that I've seen. Penalty box goal scorer. Yeah. Outstanding. Oh, unbelievable. Good lad as well. Oh, really, it? really good guy. Really good guy. Yeah. Um, but no, we've. I mean, even big seeing big Scotty come through. I mean, that's great to see. You know, a young lad from McKenna. Aberdeen. Aye, big yeah. Scotty McKenna. You know. <laughs> Did uh, you kind of take him under your wing when he first came through? I mean, me and Scotty, we we played together quite a bit. In the in the first team as well, and yeah, I mean, I tried to look after him. I mean, he was he's he's quite a quiet boy, but um, no, he's he's done he's done very well, and you know, I, I think he's going to go on to have a an amazing Scotland career as well as obviously with Nottingham Forest and whatnot. And so, um, but there's, there's been plenty, you know, there's been loads of Aberdeen players I played with who are who are brilliant. A big few months ahead, yeah, Andy. Uh, make sure you get the Steve Clark squad. Important that you play well for Aberdeen for for now and on. Absolutely, you know I think that um, we've got it's uh, a huge five games for us coming up, um, and obviously we still get third. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, a lot can happen within the five games, but I feel we're going to have to take something off the old firm, um, which is going to be tough. But uh, if we need to do it the, high, the hard way, I feel like Aberdeen sometimes kind of do it that way. So I can only hope so. But at the same time, goodness me, I would love to go and win a Scottish Cup. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a Scottish Cup. You know, I'd love that. Um, so if we have to do it that way, brilliant. Mm. So. And there's a place for the big man on the boogie bus, isn't there? Absolutely, big man. We want you there. And I would love to get a constant, I don't know if you've got one where you're a constant strip. We'd love that. We can go yeah, with me. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. A, Andy, you're a hero. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. What a guy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.